I can think of only one thing that could lift my spirits right now. Beer. 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 This is Drink of Ages on ESPN 97.5. The only show dedicated to craft beer, spirits, and music. Here's your host and luminary, luminary. John Denman. John Denman. Welcome, everybody, to tonight's episode of Drink of Ages radio show. We're hanging out here at Platypus Brewing Company for this show. I am John Denman. He's Tom Painter. I've dreaded this. I've dreaded this show, John, for, for like the past week. It's one that, that you have to prepare yourself for. You know, you got to take your vitamins like three days in advance and get plenty of sleep. I, I slept the night before and I was just getting my mind mentally ready. People have been offering me beers all day. I was like, no, I don't have time for this. That was, uh, yeah. <laughs> As you're doing your half marathon last weekend, you're just like, like just yes. like going through the mental, what's about to happen. Yeah, it's true. It's not that bad. We're just hanging out with Sean Hanrahan and just drinking beers. What, what are you talking about? The, That's three, what we do. The, the, the three of us together is, is, is not, it's not good. But luckily, uh, Sean does have to run, literally, uh, <laughs> after this. Uh, so we aren't on time constraint, which is good. Otherwise, we, we'd be here until this actually airs. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're not far off from that. <laughs> yeah, sure. I could always put the, put the quick phone call into coach. No. And I go, hey, mate, <laughs> might be a shad late. <laughs> Well, well, you are the team sponsor, right? Well, that is true. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're kind of able to like show up late, and but there's still going to be beer there. Yeah, so that's all. That's, that's the most be, exciting yeah. part. That's right. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm sure I've seen you in the shorts lately. You're looking good out there. <laughs> looking good, huh? Yeah, yeah, looking good out there playing right. some rugby, man. Two little bean poles uh, <laughs> underneath a, a big porch over the shed, tool shed, and uh, slapped in some rugby shorts and, uh, and a jersey. And I tell you what, I reckon they're making these uh, jerseys a lot lot uh, skin tighter these days for the young kids. <laughs> That's my excuse and I'm sticking with it. But I put that thing on the other day and I went, no, coach, I'm a medium, not a small. Yeah, so... <laughs> It was just toit. I just think is where you buy clothes these days is uh, because if you go to like a store in the mall, it's like I wear like a 3X. Well, if I go mm-hmm. to Bass Pro Shop, I wear a medium. So <laughs> <laughs> it just kind of depends on you know, how, how well you want to feel about yourself. You got to know your surroundings. Or you want to go shopping. Gotcha. <laughs> love it. Love it. The, uh, yeah, so we're at Platypus. We're talking to Sean. And... Uh, so yeah, we're in March. We we made it through the whole, the Rona. Almost the end of March, man. Right? A whole yeah, year. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. That's like, right. But there, there's we we're hitting light at the end of the dark dark tunnel. Yeah, rather dark. Yeah, that's right. And um, it's yeah. What are we? Almost on April, right? Great weather. Oh. Uh, and 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 away we go. And it's and Tom, you and I were talking just before about our respective tap rooms and it's just good to see when we've had support all the way through from the great community but it's just great to see people out and about in a safe setting um enjoying it again it's been uh, way too long so really looking forward to to the rest of spring and into the summer months yeah good weather paired with like vaccines and just kind of like it feels like we're coming out like we had like and like the winter storm was like it was like the finale to like the whole like the dark times was like we're gonna shut down Texas with this winter storm. And I was like, of course, the, the finale, you know. But now it, it feels like we're it's a step in the a huge step in the right direction. Every 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 day, kind of. Yeah, that's right. And until the hurricane season starts, I don't even think about it. But uh, yeah, it's just man, this city. I tell you what, it, it always throws something at you. I tell you what, it's wow. 
Man, man I didn't think about hurricane. I was just thinking man. about like April. Guys, guys, guys. <laughs> now, yeah, there's an April hurricane on its way. Yeah, right. Anyway. Yeah, so there we are. Hey, I saw you had a new mural out front the, on the entryway. Yeah, so we had um, actually one of our, our cracking team members, Zach, uh, painted that for us. And, oh, um, yeah. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, did, did a great job. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's, it's come out really, really well. So um, in my typical fashion, I said, so here's the logo and here's what we need to do. And then I just pulled myself up straight away and said, mate, you're the artist. I'll shut up. <laughs> Go for it. Artistic license. And he, uh, he did a really good job on it. And so. you put it on a shirt or a syntax or something. On, on the, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We could do that. Now, in fact, um, we're, we're looking at uh, updating our um, shirts here. So oh, you, you might see something something in, in those lines. That's clearly not my department. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But we'll get something sorted. Yeah. So anyway, but yeah, it's time, as we say, we're heading into spring. And, um, and yeah, Tom, probably with you out, out in Katyway as well, you know, we were just talking about not, um, there's never a finish line in, in just doing little finesses in the, in the tap room. Um, it's really where it, it it's kind of like just it happens. A, the work is an upgrade. Um, yeah, is what you're trying to accomplish. Just just a little bit of an upgrade, nonstop. That's right. And you know, we're trying to do a couple of things here um, uh, on the back of the deck. Uh, Morgan, a uh, 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 good mate of mine, business partner. He's um, he'll tell you this. He's an engineer. Engineers tell you that in the first ten ten words of meeting them. Anyway, <laughs> he's uh, doing some great work actually, um, and he'll do some structural stuff out on the deck and just make it even more inviting than it already is. So looking forward for that to uh, come in the next four weeks. Or well, with my project management skills, hopefully three weeks. We'll see how we go. You guys actually have a, a great deck. Uh, I, I know some breweries, I'm not going to name names, but they're like design decks and it's like they already need to like fix them like like day one. Cause yeah, and we've done well, a few just things. Just not the most inviting decks. Is that what you're trying to say, Tom? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He, but, you know, if your business partner is an engineer. Now, we have a great dick. Yeah, it's great. It's wonderful. So, um, <laughs> yeah, you guys ever see that? Uh, it was a Cabot's thing. In, um, it was actually from New Zealand because the way Kiwis pronounce deck is dick. And so uh, it went on about, um, you know, oh, I love your dick. Yeah. And my neighbours love to come over on my dick. And it just went on for about <laughs> three minutes and you're just in tears. So your audience, go and have a look. I think it's Cabot's with a C. Have a look social media, and it's about um, Cabot's deck decking materials, and, and then they, it's it's just it's hilarious. It's Do yourself a favour. Crazy kiwis. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then the cork. You just shove some cork in it. <clears throat> yeah, that's very very funny. Anyway, we digress. I'm drinking some of the uh, Fraggle Dingo, the Pale Ale. Pale Ale, yes. And and it's changed a little bit over the years. Uh, this is a good. This is a really good batch right here. Very easy to drink. I think I'm on three already, and it's like I'm first on segment. Two. I must have been late. Hmm. Wow. But yeah, there you go. Well, yeah, I made a, a just a, a slight enhancement to it back in. Um, I would have been March last year, right? Right as as uh, the, the ugly fun, COVID the fun hit. began. <laughs> yeah, and I took over the reins here as as in brewing, and um, I basically did a, a self audit across all of the recipes, and and barely made many changes at all, but. But on the dingo specifically, I uh, did just smooth out a little bit on the on the kettle hops, just to take a little bit of the back end bite out. Uh, still full flavour, and uh, the it's actually been received incredibly well because that that is one that we do have in cans as well. We we can four or five different different uh, styles, and 
and that is one that um, we've had really good feedback from the consumer so on, on the enhancements. So happy with that. And honestly, it is actually a really good traditional PLL, which a lot of the PLLs lately, yeah, well, it kind of started with the uh, Sierra Nevada PLL, which I'll put that as like a staple. But that is actually yeah. a yeah. really hoppy. Like in the history of beers. Yep. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> it's still a go-to. You know, when you, when you, you see the, the 5,000 different beers on, on the shelf, you go, yep, there's your go-to. That's this. the one. Yep. And the good thing is you can find it anywhere. That's the fun part. So you, you can be in the middle of nowhere, and you're like, oh, I need to grab a six-pack, and there's some Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. It might be, you know, like four or five a year old, but <laughs> it still tastes good. I don't know. It just holds up well. That's well, probably you never, you know, if you never change up the label in like a decade, you know. You just don't know. Who, who, who's to know? Right? Yeah. That's right. <laughs> exactly right. But, uh, but those are those are like really like more bitter. Like at the time, I mean, almost people would consider those like an IPA because of the, the amount of bitterness that are in those. Like Dell's Pale Ale, the same way. It's just a lower ABV, right? Uh, which is now like session IPAs are less hoppy than those types of beers. But when you look at it, like a good, good, well-made balanced Pale Ale, it isn't like super hoppy. You know, you have your hop, a little bit of hop bite to it. And then you're talking about even dry hopping this one a little bit more. Yeah, look, we're um, you know, we're always looking at things, and 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 I have uh, you know a good little community that I sort of bounce ideas off as well, and and this one specifically, the pale, and I'm doing it across a, a number of beers. I'll look to to enhance the the dry hop a fraction. You know, you, you need to be a little bit careful in that sort of realm because of the you know the whole consistency aspect of it all. But on a dry hop, you're at least not going to to, to change necessarily the balance or the complexity of the beer itself it's you know it's obviously um just on the nose but um and well a little bit on the palate but predominantly on the nose which which creates a good sensory experience for the consumer so yeah we'll try it but as i said i'll do it gradually i would never do something um uh wholehearted otherwise just just do a completely different beer and and test it on that well i can tell you uh Looking at the speed of drinking that's going on right now. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking about setting these microphones up before, and I reckon by the end of this, we might just camp out on the floor uh, and just the, tape the them to our this. chins, and we'll be all <laughs> yes. right. Call the rugby coach. <laughs> yeah, Andy. Not going to happen, champ. <clears throat> yeah, we'll see. <laughs> all right, let's take a break and uh, finish these beers. We'll get another refill and we get back. We'll talk more. Sean Henran from Platypus Brewing. This is Drink of Ages. We'll be right back. <music> Have an event in mind and looking for a place that is fun and beer is involved? Host your next event at a brewery. At Spindletap, they have full venue rental and partial rental options that are perfect for company events, birthday parties, weddings, receptions, and more. Host a memorable event at a venue that offers a fun atmosphere and many amenities. Email info at spindletap.com or call 713-325-1477 to get more details. Our good friends up in Porter at Backview are celebrating five years this Saturday and releasing Rand, a Belgian Golden Strong. With a solid 9% ABV, Rand is fermented in fresh toasted American oak barrels for a fluffier marshmallow flavor to help mellow out some of the Belgian notes. You'll also get some clove off the nose and palate from the yeast, along with some exciting effervescence. This beer will be fit for a king or queen. Party starts at noon on Saturday with live music, food trucks, and plenty of beer. Come out and join us for Back Pew's five-year anniversary and get some Rand. New Magnolia Brewing, 
family-owned and operated, located at 1616 Bevis Street in the Historic Heights. Neighborhood brew pub serving up high-rotation, high-variety of finely crafted beers. Everything from an award-winning American Light Lager, IPAs, Funky Sours, and European Classics like the award-winning Bernard's Grzycki, a 400-year-old Polish-smoked wheat ale. One of the few tap rooms open seven days a week. There's plenty of parking with two expansive outdoor seating areas, spacious open-air indoor tap room, and very family and dog-friendly. Every Monday is Industry Night, featuring discounts on pictures of light and hoppy beers for industry folks. This Saturday, a dollar off of Redwood Beer in support of the U of H Cougars going to the Final Four. Go Cougs! Follow New Magnolia on Instagram and Facebook at New Magnolia Brewing. Valenson's Brewing Company, the multi-award winning brewery in Pearland, is offering a once-in-a-lifetime mug club membership. You get your very own personalized 20-ounce pewter superior grade tankard, free fill every day, and then 4 ounces free with every follow-up pour. Basically 20 ounces for a 16-ounce price for life. You'll be invited to an exclusive private party in the new tap room before the public grand opening. Includes live music, food, two beers, door prizes, and a tour of the new tap room and production facility. Very limited quantity in this membership drive will end Sunday, April 11th, 2021. The beer is fantastic and the new place is going to be badass. Email Lori, L-O-R-I, at valensons.com with questions or go to valensons.com. Right, we are back. This is Drink of Ages Radio Show here on ESPN 97.5. I'm John Denman. Tom. Tom Tanner's hanging out. Co-host and Sean Hunter. Hey, oh I, think I, say your name. Oh I, say, I think I say your name different every time. You do, mate. And it's, yeah, I feel like <laughs> it's it's uh, directly correlated to to the amount of cerveza. It it's, is. Uh, it's Sean Henrahan. Henrahan. It's phonetic. It's I phonetic. Know. Well, it, Sean's not. It's a bit weird because it's Gaelic. But I, I've not even tried Sean's last name. <laughs> Henry Han, like, it rolls Henry off the tongue. It's not hard. We were friends on Facebook, and I look at it. I'm like, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> See, my wife and I, Rachna, um, is um, of uh, Asian Indian heritage, and uh, we we have a bit of a laugh because you know normally, um, and I can say this because I've got a wonderful uh, Indian family, but some of the names look like um, three alphabets sewn together, right? And uh, especially as you go further south in the country, but her her um, maiden name was Saluja, which is quite short, and then she. Marries me and she gets a longer surname. So she goes, I'm, I marry a white boy and get a longer surname. How does that work? And I just so thought you guys were really progressive and you took her name. So that's <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I mean, I've only known you for I don't know how many years, and, and most yeah. of the time I say, you know, Hanrahan, but then every once in a while, just H- like. Hammerhead. Yeah, yeah, we'll get the lot. Just come up with. Just say Henro. Henro. That's easy. Yeah, I, that's a nickname. <laughs> That'll do. Well, my, my friend said uh, when he, he told me when he first moved to Texas and at a young age driving from California and he's coming through and there's a big sign that was like, don't mess with Texas. He's like, great sign. Yeah, it scared him. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, where are we going? So, yeah, and yeah. I, I think I've said this before. Um, thanks, James. I think I've said this before that um, the whole don't mess with Texas and the, and the uh, I guess, the, the Texas approach to, to things. It resonates really well with Aussies. Uh, not so much the US. I mean, we're, it's what makes the world go around. I'm sure I've said this as well. We have different cultures, and, and that's a positive thing. But, And I've heard it from a number of Aussies who are here um, in Houston. They've said, you know, Texas is just, you know, they're very matter-of-fact. It is what it is. They're very uh, courteous, um, uh, very nice people, but 
you know, you're but wrong. But they all have guns. They'll they'll uh, <laughs> they'll tear your head off, and and that's not too different to to an Aussie really. So we actually do uh, specifically, and it obviously goes to our what we do here with platypus as well. It's Aussie in Texas, and it's for that reason because there's so many. Um, um, I guess similarities between the cultures of Texas and Australia. So there you go. Yeah, I mean, a bit of cultural wise, enlightenment. Oh, <laughs> climate wise, not too far off for a lot of the areas. What's that? Sorry, like, like uh, Houston compared to some of the climate that you have in Australia. Yeah, well, yeah, well, well again, remember we we have a landmass uh, roughly the same size as the United States, so. Uh, we just have... Um, but most of it's desert, right? Yeah, we have 20, 25 million people so versus, what are you, 350 and counting. Um, but yeah, as you go further north, obviously, in, in Australia, it gets nice and warm, and that's where I'm from, um, is the tropics. And yeah, so the humidity and whatnot doesn't bother me too much. Uh, but if you had someone from maybe Melbourne or Sydney or certainly Tasmania, where all the hops are grown, by the way, um, yeah, they'd struggle a bit here with the humidity. So yeah, very much so. Yeah. So Gold Coast IPA. Oh yeah. We have here on the table. That's what just got delivered to me. There so you go. Yeah, we pretty, um, pretty stoked about it. This is an eight percent IPA. It's light. It's light and refreshing in terms of taste. But uh, be careful. Uh, we're just talking about a story about mowing the grass and uh, having a couple of these. You might uh, run over your foot. <laughs> but um, yeah, it came out quite nice. Why the Gold Coast? It's it's sort of where I grew up, uh, where I learnt to surf and. Uh, it's just a bit. It's on the well. The Gold Coast is a strip of beaches near Brisbane, halfway up on the eastern side of the country. And uh, I'm well, you, certainly not your listeners, but your viewers will be able to see the can. And and uh, we sort of try to replicate, you know, the sand. And then as as the, the the grade of the water gets darker as you go further out. So that's what we've tried to do in, in the classic sort of platypus brewing um, art style. So, yeah, it's going really well. It's in all the major stores and uh, uh, really positive feedback on it. Um, so it's a, it's a lemony style IPA. So we have a yeah, um, bunch of hops in this one and, and just easy on the palate, but um, not so easy on the liver. Yeah. <laughs> well, luckily, I've been training mine for many years <laughs> yeah. for yeah, this battle. A seasoned professional such as yourself, <laughs> no problems at all. But, uh, yeah, care- careful if you're... Delivered a t- is a muscle, John? <laughs> yeah, it is, apparently. Um, but if you're a two-pot screamer, you you want to you steer, uh, steer clear of this one or at least go easy on it. Yeah. That'll be my next beer. Uh, like I said, getting through this freckled dingo. And I actually plan on getting another, getting that one, the Gold Coast, but uh, I don't know, I just walked up and ordered another freckled dingo just old habits old habits yeah. old habits okay. I, I come in here i always get the holy shit no, no, no matter yeah. what i'm like holy old, shit holy shit yeah the, uh, but because it's a great mexican lager mm-hmm. like, like you can throw it back and it's like what it's like six percent it is six yeah a little higher than i was we we're originally anticipating that's actually uh kerry our very original brewer uh, Kerry Emmitson. I call um, it Sessionable Plus. It, yeah, it came in a little <laughs> bit higher than we were anticipating, but um, at the same time, uh, we, we decided to lock it in because it's it's a, a real crowd favourite, that one. I, I mean, it's a, it's a really good beer, and it is absolutely an easy drinker, but, you know, we've talked about this a few times on the show, like where we like our ABVs. <laughs> that, uh, that is so what, about, what about the IBU, yeah. Sir John, and the ABVs? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Either. <laughs> yeah. So you know, it falls in the range of the good, a, the, the good ABV. Yeah, yeah, I think so. It's just a good tasting beer. I mean, I'm 
bit more old school. Someone asked me, what are the IBUs? I said, if you can define what an IBU is, I'll tell you. Because uh, half the time it's just a... And then identify IBUs, where it actually booze. makes sense in this beer. Correct. Um, but, you know, I mean, that's that's what people like to do. And, and you know, we're in a new age of when you, when you drink a beer... Um, you know, people like to share their experience in, a, in a, an immediate sense, whether it be through their phone or, or whatever it is. Uh, it's, it's, it's not it's not my cup of tea per se. I just like to, I drink a beer because I like to drink a beer. Um, but you know that's the age we're in, aren't we? we so we need to um, cater for that. So ABVs, IBUs, and every other acronym. Yeah, come but up with. but at least we're not. Like, like we went through that rampage of super high IBUs, right? Where where it was like, oh. 90 IBUs, 110 IBUs, 120 plus. Fish. You know, oh, that's yeah. a boil, isn't it? Yeah. But but it's just like but it, it just just like at some point, man, you just like can't taste much more than that. Well, apparently, and there'll be many of your viewers will know this off the top of their head. Um, that the human palate can't detect beyond. Dare I say 70, 75? Some, something like that, yeah. And I stand corrected on that. I'm sure there's uh, thousands of people out there who know that better than I do. But it's I roughly around there. It, so we'll, we'll take that as, as being the gospel. <laughs> yeah, so, well, there you go. Right, 75, that's it. Wikipedia, someone put a reference in there. Yeah, somebody edit Wikipedia. Yeah. Sean Henrahan. <laughs> S-E-A-N-H-A-N-R-A-H-A-N. Like wait, wait, wait. Did you that? say Henrahan? No, what it is is, um, <laughs> sorry, I digress. Here, I learnt in very, very early days that if, if, if I'm just going to be able to interact in society as a normal uh, citizen, I need to um, actually use an American accent when I um, pronounce my uh, consonants and vowels, especially when you're on the telephone, because you'll be there like going, H-A-N-R-A-H-A-N. <laughs> and then if you're on the phone, they'll be like, you know, 10 minutes later, you get through the H. So you, now I just say H. Then you get on the A, and son of a bitch, doesn't that throw them through a bloody uh, circus? <laughs> so you mean I, and I said this one day, I went, it happened to be United Airlines. When, no, not United. Uh, whoever I flew over on, I was signing up for their bloody, um, what do you call it? The frequent flyer things. When I first got off the boat back in uh, late 90s, and so I spelt the name, we, we got through the H, and, you know, it was uh, probably one needle in my right eye at that time. And then I said A. I said, A for Apple. And they go, I for Apple? I went, what letter does Apple start with? <laughs> they go, A. And I said, so A, A. She said, no, A, not I. And we had this disagreement about Apple starting with A or I. And I, and I went, I, it, it got too hard. So now it's H instead of H. A instead of A. Oh, my God. N, R. Because, you know, you've really got to put the effort into yes, the R. Like yeah. you're about to blow, blow something out. Instead of R. A H A N, and then I go home and do that, and I get punched in the head. So, Sh- Sean, give us give us one my give us one sentence all American accent. Wait, 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 hold that well, one because you, you we, we hold on, Sean. We gotta take a break. <laughs> when we get back, I want to hear I want to hear Sean say something very American in an American. I'll put it in an Aussie accent, and then I'll well I'll put it in my well we don't have an accent. I'll put it in Aussie, and then I'll put it in an American accent. How's that sound? That sounds great. All right, this drink of ages. We're hanging out at Plaza's Brewing. Uh, we'll be right back. Fresh
Fresh off the canning line, a true anomaly is Contact Light. Contact Light is a dry hop saison with Amarillo and Mosaic. It bursts with aromas of grapefruit and peach and finishes dry as a saison should. University of Houston Wolffest is back with another crawfish fundraiser this Saturday at True Anomaly. One of the teams, Wolf Den, will host a crawfish fundraiser to raise funds for student scholarships. Go Cougs! Don't miss out on trivia every Tuesday in the Tap Room. Fun starts at 7.30 with cash and other excellent prizes. DJ Cherry, like Bounce, will also be out Thursdays to help bring in the weekend and get the new beer pouring strong. Book the barrel room for your next special event, showers, birthdays, intimate wedding events. True Anomaly can also accommodate business meetings and happy hours. Check out their website for a booking link, trueanomalybrewing.com. Hey, this is Blake Harris, the general manager of Rudyard's British Pub. Just want to invite you guys out to our Thursday night steak and pint night. It's $25 for a 16-ounce New York strip, party potatoes, Caesar salad, and a free pint. As well, starting at 7 o'clock, we've got $4 pints all night long. Right now, we're doing about 20 on drafts, and in the near future, we will be increasing that number. So come check us out. We're at 2010 Wall Drive in Montrose. Key T Wellness, our friends down in Dickinson, is where you need to go if you're feeling sluggish, non-energetic, and non-motivated, not just when you're hungover. Get to know your numbers. As we get a little older, our hormone levels change, men and women. Key T Wellness can help. Weight loss, hormone optimization, low testosterone, B12, Botox, and more. Stop in and tell them that you heard it on Drink of Ages and get a free B12 shot. KeyTWellness.com. Why not feel your best again? KeyTWellness.com. All right, Drink of Ages, we are back. And that was, that was quite the extended break. I'm John Denman, Tom Painter. Sean Hanrahan. Sean Hanrahan, our guest from uh, Platypus Brewing Company. If, you're, if you've never been out here, man, you need to come check out Platypus. Uh, very easy to get to right here off Washington, kind of Sawyer area. Uh, not only is there a really good beer, there's really good food. It's just a really badass place to go. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. It was quite a session, that break, wasn't it? Well, I kind of lost track of uh, like what exactly we were doing because I... I I think I may have had like a two beers during that yeah. segment break. So it'd be interesting to actually see this. Um, uh, well, listen to it, obviously, but uh, and then watch it on your social media to see that 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 not not so much a transformation, but certainly the uh, uh, the, the change from the previous session, and then it'll be edited to this session, and you'll just see the how it's just gone downhill. Well, see, that's when it's we're going to get Kevin worse. For his post his post notes where he's like the decimal level went up this much. <laughs> the decibel levels went up this much everybody shrunk like two inches you know for the video that's right but i do remember though before we went to break wanted to hear a sentence oh yes your your american accent yeah as we're, i, I want to hear sean's american the, the, the accent, accent you placate us with like whenever you need to get a bank loan <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I can't get finance here. Yeah. Um, well, do we have a phrase? Do we have a sentence or a phrase ready to go? Tom, are you going to throw it out there? Well, you, well, you mentioned something about a uh, a dead kangaroo's uh, dongle. No, 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 no. I think it was a what? <laughs> Hang on, we'll start this again. Um, no, you, you've completely stuffed that up. It, I think it's uh, we were going. I'll do it in. Um, in normal English, and then I'll do it in American, okay? So, 
we call it um, dry as a dead dingo's donger. Right, and that's a phrase for when you're really thirsty, like you're out, you know, well, I think we've, we've mentioned mowing the grass or whatever, and you're really parched. And so I'm drier or drier or dry as a dead dingo's donger. So now I need to put that in, uh, in American. Translate for me, please. And so or how I would say this, it was a noisy bar and I just need to talk to you. And so, you know, we didn't have to do this, the, the dance for 12 minutes. I, would, I guess I would say dry as a dead dingo's donger. <laughs> Does that work? It so doesn't work in, in Aussie, you know what I mean? Wait, wait. It's kind of weird. I feel like you might be from like the Northeast. Oh, it is a little more Texan. Mate, if it saves me 12 minutes of my life, it's great. I, I don't care if, if you thought I was Canadian. As long as it sa- sa- saves me 12 minutes, that works. So there you go. Gold Coast is really good, though. Thanks, yeah. mate. Gold Coast is uh, definitely a crushable IPA. Uh, 8%, was it? 8%, yeah. Yeah, 8%. So ABV is right in that range of good, it's good quality. Oh. Thanks, Tom. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. It's, uh, as I said, this, uh, the, the early sales in, in the stores have, uh, have been very encouraging. So this is one of our seasonals where at the moment we have three IPAs, seasonal IPAs per year that we put in, in the, what we call the tinnies or the cans. Um, but, uh, you know, we might go to four, but we have the Kiss My Piney, which is our pine-style IPA that we bring out in autumn, fall, and it goes through the winter. Then now we've brought out the Gold Coast, which is a spring, sort of early summer beer, and then the out-of-orbit hazy IPA goes through summer um, and leads us back into into the fall season uh, for the Kiss My Piney again. And rinse and repeat. Yeah. Well, I mean, it makes the brew schedule easy. <laughs> yeah, it does. Oh, that, that's cans only, of course. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Taproom-wise, we, we... Taproom's uh, a whole different animal. It's a whole but, different but animal. But that's, yeah. that's your, uh, what you're putting out in the grocery stores and specs and... Yeah, Total specs, wines, Total Wine, H-E-B, our yeah. Whole Foods. Yeah, um, one Kroger, but uh, but predominantly on the other on the other vendors. Yeah, so, um, yeah, it's working well for us. And uh, given that... You know, for our kit out here, we got a ten-barrel kit here, and uh, you know, clearly we focus on the tap room uh, for, for obvious reasons. Uh, we have you know, fifteen beers on tap right now, which is we've never had that in the history of Platypus, so you know, really happy with that. But it obviously becomes a bit of a logistical nightmare when we don't have our own canning kit, so we do outsource canning to to a great vendor, American Canning, and shout out to those guys; they do a great job. But it does mean you're batch processing beer, and so it becomes a bit of a, um, a planning nightmare, uh, especially when you've got 15 beers on tap and you need to batch up your uh, bright tanks. But, you know, we make it happen, and it's why we don't have 22 different cans going out the door right now. So, But this works for us, and, and our constituency, our, our customer base are, are happy with it. So we're um, always looking to organically grow, of course, but, um, but you know, proud to be able to serve serve our uh, customer base um, four to five uh, different cans at any one time yeah that's a lot of beers on tap yeah and I, that, that's, yeah. I, like, I like 15 beers on tap because that means I'll always have a safe place to go but what if I did 16 versus 15 or maybe 15? 14 60 15 is the magic number I think I think 15 is good 15 blokes on a rugby because field because that's you know because if you go to a place with five or six, you know you're gonna be kind of, you know you might you might be a person without a shore, 
You know, no no harbor to go to type of thing. <laughs> the uh, but at fifteen, you know, you know, there's going to be a style there that's going to be safe. We were at um, it's like John, where were we? Like at, at Megaton. Yeah, uh, we were in Megaton last week, and and every Megaton. beer, every beer right. there was eight point eight percent. They had they had one beer, Mass Appeal, that was five point five, but everything else was eight percent and or and, higher. Uh, so oh, it wow. was um, good for them. There was Safe Harbor, and then there was the Great Dangerous Sea. Yeah, and, uh, John we, and I chose we to, to yeah, <laughs> in a raft, <laughs> yeah. in a, raft. a small wow. raft with a hole in it. Yeah, <laughs> we 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 voyaged that one. I mean, but they only Good they beers. only had like uh, six eight beers on tap, but the uh, but the, yeah, all the beers were delicious. But oh, it's yeah, nice cool. to have variety because, especially from from the consumer side, and from the person that owns the tap room side, there's. People will stay longer because yeah. there's more things to latch onto. Yeah, and remember we we we've got the full kitchen as well, and we pride ourselves on that. So yes, it's very much about the beer, but it's also about our food, and we use a lot of our beers in our food. So whether it be our fish and chips, uh, we have beer breads we freshly make on the premises and use different beers, and we're constantly changing those up. So so it's great to have that many uh, that that sort of suite or portfolio of beers, for want of a better phrase. So that our, our wonderful uh, kitchen team can then um, go hell for leather in terms of the artistic creation. Well, I, I've said this for a long time. Like I rank chicken wings across Houston very strongly, but I always put platypus wings up really high, man. Oh, thanks, John. There's some really I don't know what 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 the difference is or how you're cooking them back there, but the chicken wings up here at platypus. Pretty, pretty well, excellent. We need to get those for the, the final segment type of thing. I think final segment. Oh, we could do that. From? Yeah. I don't know what this beer oh, is. Oh, this is how we roll here, Tom. Oh, yeah. that's fantastic. How we roll. But um, yeah, now, in terms now I understand why you can't leave this place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but in, in terms of the ch- what we call chook in Australia, chook wings, mm. um, we have a bunch of, and we came out with a bunch of sauces. Um, I know when you first started uh, devouring our wings, we came out with a bunch more sauces. So. We have a lot of fun uh, in that in that creative space as well, and 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 I Tom knows this, uh, you know, being part of no label, but you know the the artistic sort of license is is really a, a lot about what we do, and and we have a lot of fun with it, and you know I clearly do that uh, in the brewery now. I've taken over the reins in the brewing, but but to see two things: number one, see that see what's coming out of the kitchen, but then also that we're blending the beer in that. And, it, and it's 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 uh, hitting the mark. Is is um it's really, um, uh, for again for want of a better term, a satisfying thing that that this is what we try and do. So we're one business. We have different departments, of course, but we try and bring it all together. And and I guess from a customer experience, you know, we 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 get the feedback. We think we're on the right track. Again, there's no finish line, but um, yeah, but we're on the right track. Well, I also think that. <coughs> What you guys are doing, you know, with the beer and the food and everything. I mean, you have a very unique tap room that not very many places in Houston have what you guys have. How so? Well, you have a kitchen. Oh, right. (laughs) We have a restaurant. Yeah. yeah, You're a restaurant. There's there's actually like a legit place that's making great food and you're putting beer out. Yeah. So not very many places are doing that. And you guys are one of the first. 
I, I guess so, yeah. And we and we have you know local cider, and you know we don't produce cider here, but we do uh, keep it local, and uh, we have uh, uh, vino or good wine as well, Aussie wine. But um, it's just uh, the vision that Rutcher and I and Morgan had from from the get go is this is what we wanted to do, and 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 you know you, you don't you don't differentiate yourself or or just be different for a different sake you know you needs to be a purpose and a vision and that, that was always our vision be, even before we came back to Houston was and maybe it's 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 our bias from from Australia or something but but to have a you know a good bottle of wine on the table or you know a good beer in front of you and 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 have a, a cracking meal with it well to us that was really what we set out to achieve well, i mean Oddly enough, <clears throat> we just got a refill of all of our beers, and yeah. it's time to take a break. So, Is it? Is it? Yeah, we need to figure out what they put in this glass, because <laughs> if I start drinking it... <laughs> I reckon. Segment four is going to be uh, uh, oh, a... bit uh, tough. Uh, Can't uh, see uh, on the uh, light. Uh, uh, a mess. Also, we need to get some of these wings. Yeah, let, let's, uh, let's we'll, get some we'll, wings. We'll tee that up. Yeah, we'll tee that up. Sounds good. This is Drink of Ages. We are here at Platypus Brewing Company, hanging out. We'll be right back. Weekends are a great time to check out Megaton Brewing in Kingwood. Jared, Chris, and the gang have created a badass place to kick back and enjoy a few beers. Big stouts, approachable sours, and plenty of hoppy brews are on tap at Megaton. Lots of space to hold your birthday party, corporate outing, or any event in one of the most unique tap rooms in the Houston area. Check them out on social media for their concert and event schedule. Megaton Brewery. Hope to see everyone at the vault. You may have noticed there have been quite a few changes at No Label, and they are steadily pumping out tasty brews. With their new head brewer trailer bringing in his West Coast brewing skills, taps have been flowing with lots of hoppy deliciousness like Cali Boy West Coast IPA. I'm real excited about what they're doing on the West Side. Tap room is open seven days a week, very family and dog friendly. Make the short trip to Katie and see what is happening at No Label. Follow them on social media for events and beer releases. No Label Brewing Company. Eureka Heights has been making interesting and approachable and fun beer since 2016. If you like awards, they got them. How about two gold medals at the Great American Beer Festival, the largest beer competition in the United States? The beers include flagships like Buckle Bunny Cream Ale, one of my all-time favorites, Mini Boss IPA, to seasonals like Neon Moon Belgian Single, plus launching soon, Fizzy Pants Hard Seltzer. You can find their tasty beverages all across Houston or at the Tap Room located in the Heights. The Tap Room is currently open Thursday through Sunday and is probably jamming out some Yacht Rock right now, keeping it smooth and mellow. Eureka Heights, grab some beers and some high fives. Radio here on ESPN 97.5. I'm John Denman, Tom Painter, Ina Wing, <laughs> hanging out with uh, Sean Hanrahan, Platypus Brewing Company. 
not too far. You know, is uh, where, where are we? Like, Washington, Washington Avenue near downtown. Uh, cross street is Houston. Yeah, very, very, just very close to downtown. There's actually a. What people don't know about Platypus is that you guys have an incredible second story. Yes. That for right. like VIP rentals and offices and stuff like that, that has a fantastic view of downtown. downtown. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I mean, this the building um, they built just across the way here uh, partially obstructs it, but yeah, you're right. You, you get a good view of downtown there, and um, it's obviously been a little bit quiet during the last 12 months, but we're we're seeing a wonderful uptick in terms of uh, event bookings, so, um, which is great because you've got corporations, um, individuals just want to get out and about and uh, release the sac- shackles, so to speak. So uh, we're buoyed by that. Oh, I know I know, I know label, you know, the brewery operates at night, but like there's so much that's left open during the day. And when you have like places like Academy or HP or whoever, and they're like, hey, where do we, we want to have a big event. We want to have it at a brewery. Can you guys do X, Y, Z? Yeah. And then that's from a, from an operation standpoint, that's a great revenue stream. And then COVID kind of killed that, you know? Yeah. The, but you guys are, um, you've got an incredible space out there in Katy, of course. But um, We do, but we don't have like, you know, what you guys have, right? Like, actually, I just met our AC guy, like, outside. He, he was right. in the area. We're talking about, we just AC'd our tap room. Oh right! Which oh, is it wasn't AC before that. Uh, no, so we were oh, uh, okay. we were a victim. It was pretty hot. It was pretty hot. <laughs> it was pretty or warm. Pretty cold. Warm, <laughs> yeah, or pretty cold. This is one of Painter's bloody um, marketing ploys to say people drink more beer. Let's make them feel incredibly uncomfortable, mm. just so they can, so they can get an extra uh, couple of bucks out of the beer. Well done, Tom. Well ah. done. All right. I can't, wait. I can't wait to come to Platypus during the summer. And Sean's like, the AC's out. Wink, wink. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly so right. I turn it off 15 minute, in 15-minute 15 intervals. <laughs> I put it on, and I put it off. Yeah, that's right. Which is kind of like Australia. <laughs> yeah, a bit like that. Yeah, it's actually interesting at home. You, um, Well, this is my home. I, sh- I, sh- I need to be careful. It, uh, the great United States is my home. But uh, back, back in my homeland... Um, Actually, Rutschner used to um, comment on this. You go past a business and it'd say, you know, air conditioned. You know, it's like, you know, the 80s called. So it's like, I think in the 80s, probably Houston was already air conditioned. But I remember going through, living in a north part of Australia, which is really hot. Probably, probably Houston standard hot in the middle of summer with no air conditioning at school. So a lot more prevalent here than it was in Australia. Now, clearly, we've turned the corner on that probably in the 90s, 2000s, but uh, it's interesting when you go past um, a business these days and it actually has to promote where air-conditioned, cool, come in. It's like, isn't that expected? Isn't that normal? But anyway, so uh, interesting uh, slant on different cultures. There you go. So, yeah, we don't feel the need to put it's cool inside. It just is. So, yeah, it's Houston, so you expect it. But I noticed, because um, I know you guys, well, it's great that you're now air-conditioned at No Label. I uh, know yeah, we're actually in the tap room. We are, we are actually developing our own restaurant. And one of the, the impetuses I told to all the other business owners about developing a restaurant was actually right. basing it off you guys at Platypus, was the fact that, like, the revenue streams that, are hap- that happen with private events. And the same thing can be said about St. Arnold. I know talking to Lenny and... Working with him over the years, the amount of companies that will rent out that space and like 
And, and revenue streams always sound, it sounds like this very negative, hateful, yada, yada, yada. But that, those revenue streams are tanks. Those revenue streams are the difference of like, do we get to do how many hazies this year? You know, versus, you know, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, the, ho- to, the expensive beers. Yeah, yeah do we get to get the barrels or like, yeah. do we get to get, have like hop farm, you know, go to the hop farms? Like, you and know. let's not forget, you're providing a wonderful service to, to a consumer or a customer versus yeah. something, an enlightened experience than you would have provided maybe six months ago. And, and um, so a lot of positives in that, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I'm always amazed when people like share, I mean, I shouldn't be, but like, people are like, Hey, I want to rent your brewery out for a rehearsal dinner for what should be what might be the biggest day in my life, you know, like, yeah. or like a wedding or something. And it's like, really, you chose this place? Yeah, it's huge. <laughs> like, like, like that. That means like, I mean, because you know, to us, this is a business, a very important one, a cornerstone, like you know, milestone. But then, like, someone chooses chooses personally to have it be part of their life story it's pretty it's pretty amazing and it happens pretty regularly you it know? does mate yeah and it's, it's a huge satisfying part of the part of the job part of the business you're absolutely right and um, yeah same thing here now can you guys serve wine there we do you do serve wine so you're a brew pub license yes we're a brew pub you're brew pub that, that, good, good yeah we good. switched out of that manufacturing uh, production license uh, real quick yeah so uh, <laughs> interesting um, for your viewers mate is uh, Texas has a slew of uh different licenses and each license obviously has its uh, pros and cons or, or restrictions and, and limitations, uh, and lim- limitations is, the, is the right yeah. right term and brew pub for us was the right model from the get-go and we've noticed across the industry that a brew number pub, of places I think is just the right move well well it depends on your own you know I mean I'm not sure what Brock does at St Arnold's these days but I know there's been a lot of movement certainly in the last 12 months on, on licenses and, and around brew pubs, so yeah, it's a that's an interesting uh, little quirk within Texas as well, is that you know they they make it complicated for a reason, keeps people in jobs, right? I'm I'm anti bureaucracy by the way, I'm but a- um, but it keeps people in jobs. They keep it they keep it um, complicated, but then when you understand the laws, you navigate. You understand what your business is going to do in the next five, ten years, strategically plan as we all should be doing, and then you know make sure you got the right uh, license to operate. So, yeah, I, I mean the brew pub one's a good one. I mean because one you can sell, you can sell wine, you you can you can you can have some beer to go, like it's it's and most places are brew pubs. You know, like the the, the reality of the world is in Houston we have sixty plus breweries. And I think only three or four actually operate with a, a production license, and everyone else is a brew pub. So interesting point, and, uh-huh. and I'm not going to throw caution to the wind here, but there was such a big, a big thing, what, 18 months ago, two years ago, about beer to go in Texas. Huge thing about beer to go. We're yeah, all and, on board, X, Y, Z, you know, but brew pubs, no change. We could always sell beer to go. Right, yes, exactly. So, you know, we spent all this money, effort, time to benefit... What a handful of breweries. Well, well, I'm not going to sit there. <coughs> All right, I don't mean to be controversial. We, we've had a lot I agree. of these, and um, I will say this about that statement is that I think the direction that what was trying to be accomplished the last year through the legislative session, uh, what 
could have could have happened and what happened you know could have benefited a lot more people but only benefited a few i think they're all steps in the right direction it's just how big are those steps uh, oh, I don't know, Tom. I mean, uh, I know you're that nice guy, and you like to take that middle ground. I'm a little bit more um, matter of fact about it, and and to be honest, I think there's a very few who benefited from uh, a lot of resources, time, and attention, and only a few really benefited. Well, from the barrelage, now, the barrelage benefited, right? Like, and I think that's how things are looked at. Like, because because the, the reality is, someone has like eighty thousand barrels. Like essentially equals the all these breweries come like if you want to look at the the brass tax of things the uh, so these bigger breweries with a lot of high barrelage the the barrelage of beer benefits from having like like beer to go like do the individual businesses like yours and mine no we are already no. doing that <laughs> yeah so and, could could there be a better way. Well, I think in, in any type of restricted environment, I think the answer is yes. We live in the United States, and I thought this was a free economy open for business. A business center. But when you actually look at the legislation, it's actually not. It's open to the highest bidder, the highest dollar bidder. And let's not go into that because um, I'm sure your, your viewers don't want to be bored with all that. But whether it's politics, and I think we all... I need to be careful, full disclosure, I can't vote in this country, but... You know, this country is dominated by dollars, right? And and the guy or the gal with the biggest bank account wins every time. And we see that in our industry all the time. Wait a minute. We just got a new president. <laughs> Are you yeah. telling me that they paid more for... <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. I'm just going to continue to eat chicken wings. Yeah. Uh, we, we did, John. The uh, chicken wings oh, were brought yeah. out before the segment, and look, yeah. and look what happened to them. We're pointing. For you listening on ESPN, sorry you can't see it. You'll need to uh, All these plates you'll need to taste through the smacking of the lips, but those on social media you clearly can see them. So yeah, these are these are a sample of what we have here. So Absolutely delicious chicken wings. Did you just say chicken wings? Chicken wings. Chicken wings. I'm, I'm, I think I'm, we've got I'm getting my Australian. So no, we, we would say chook, chook wings. Chook wings. You just had this drunken slur of, of <laughs> chicken wings. I think we, we're, ladies and gentlemen, we're at that point. Sean, where, we're um, supposed to be working together. Oh, sorry, mate. But, yeah, 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 you're right, mate. It's, it's, it's the sorry, chicken wings. Mm. Which one do you have there? I don't even know. Well, which, which plate did you pick it up from? That one. Oh, that would be the hot fuzz. Uh, or or a oh, hot fudge. Yeah. Um, I think we need to wrap up the show because... Oh, uh, do we? I am out of beer. Oh, there we go. I need to drink more beer, eat more wings, but I don't want to do it on a video because it'll be sloppy <laughs> and disgusting. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah. Uh, but this is, this is how I thought the show would go. Really? <laughs> what, two minutes of beer and uh, 30 I, seconds of politics and then well, everything out just at, at, at rubbish? It's wonderful. Well, you're you're 26 minutes late to your rugby. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It starts in four minutes. <laughs> so, so technically, um, I'd be early if I was there right now, Tom. Uh, um, That's so, how time works, mate. So you will be late. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, we'll see how we there. go. Oh, I've already put my excuses and and whatnots. Well, excellent. So, how late? How late is the tap room open? <laughs> oh gosh, what are we? What is today? Tuesday. Yeah. When is tap room open? What are we doing And, and here? what is today? 
Well, hang on. Where do I go first? Uh, today is Tuesday, and and we're open Tuesday to Sunday. So we do have Monday as a day of rest. It's when we all go to church. Um, as guidance, we don't go to church. Sorry. Yeah. But um, no, Monday we do have a day of rest at the moment, and and you know that might change shortly. But yeah, Tuesday to Sunday, and then we do offer. So we're at three o'clock to to nine or ten o'clock on. We're nine or ten o'clock on Tuesday. Th- three to nine on Tuesday, <laughs> Wednesday, and then Thursday we to Sunday we open for lunch. So we're twelve to close. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. So just like God intended. Yeah, and and uh, well, it's interesting you say that because um, we're in Holy Week, of course. Um, for those of you who care, I mean, who cares? I care, but anyway, I'm joking. Clearly, I do care, but I'm joking. Um, but so we're um, in Catholic school. Well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Hey, no, well, no, I figured. I, I need to remind both of you that I am out of beer, and we need to close out the show. Oh, oh. let's keep on going. So, John, close it up. Come on. All right. <laughs> I was about to talk about the Sisters of No Mercy. That's, everybody yeah, stay tuned. At the, at the bar. <laughs> I went close, through it. He's got to go through it too. Let's Sorry, close man. out ESPN right now. And if you want to go to our YouTube page and for that com- continue to follow what's going on we'll here. We'll still be at the bar if you guys come out. We're, we're, we'll still be yeah. at the bar. But uh, definitely want to thank everybody for tuning in this week's show. Uh, Sean, appreciate you, man. Yeah, thanks, Sean. Always a pleasure. Tom. Always a great time. Every now and then. Flappers Brewing Company, if you've never been here. <laughs> Come by, come by, hang out. Uh, no label brewing company, <laughs> man. Snort. I love yes. it. Tom, I don't know if you can uh, talk right now. Nah. So we'll just wrap this up right now. <laughs> Listen to any of the old shows by going to drinkbages.com, SoundCloud, and other various dark places on the web. And then go to our YouTube site and you can watch the video of what's happening and see what happens after we're done with this. Really get involved. Get involved. You, you put, you put, <laughs> After this on social media. Yes. Oh, bugger me. <laughs> Good luck, Sean. All right, everybody. Go Cougs. Talk to everybody later. John Bargersock from KT Wellness is back with us. And, John, uh, tell us how testosterone replacement therapy can be beneficial for those who need it. Great, great question. Well, you know, a lot of guys think that it's just treating an area below the belly button region. But actually what it is is treating area from head to toe. There's a lot of you know, symptoms that can creep up over the years because of the deficiency, but really what it helps is a a multitude of things. It helps us with our mental clarity and and staying focused throughout the day. It helps us avoid fatigue and be energetic throughout the day. Of course, it helps our libido and performance in the bedroom. Uh, You know, there's studies that show it's great for the heart. Uh, It has a multitude of, of benefits. And of course there are risks, but the benefits far, far outweigh uh, those risks. So that's what you guys do at Key T, though. You can come in, get your numbers tested, and see if you're actually a good candidate for this. Yep. Actually, we make sure everybody qualifies for treatment uh, before we offer that treatment. We don't just allow anyone to come in off the street and get testosterone therapy. Uh, it is a therapy, which means we bring people back to normalized, and I like to use the word optimized levels, not just normalized levels. So if they're deficient, um, you know, we check the number, we verify that with a blood test. There has to be presence of symptoms. And then we put those two pieces of information and decide whether or not this person is a good candidate for treatment. Well, that's fantastic because John and I, we kind of share birthdays. He's one day before and we just had it. 
And so we're getting older, and things aren't, you know. Recovery time is not as quick as it used <laughs> yeah, to be. Yeah, no, of course, of course. But no, it's uh, you know it's something every guy should know their number where they are now because with each decade of life our levels drop anywhere from ten to twenty percent. So oh, wow. it's a pretty drastic change, you know, once you hit your late thirties and beyond. Well, you can uh, find out more information at ktwellness.com and this portion of the show the men's health minute is sponsored by kt wellness unlock your potential